notification. You hear that? That's your notification for a new episode of The Love Fix with your hosts, Uncle Miggy and Hot Mama, the brother-sister duo that covers sex, dating, and all things in between. We're not your therapists. But after spilling the tea from your latest date, we'll leave you feeling validated. So find your sweet spot and get ready to treat yourself to some good sexual healing. Hey, hoes, it's episode number 16, and this is The Love Fix with your host, Hot Mama, and my biggest brother, Uncle Miggy. How's it going? Hey, sister, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm feeling really um, peachy keen today. <laughs> peachy keen? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what a peach represents as an emoji, right? Um, The culo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I, I'm feeling kind of assy too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, are you feeling peachy because you uh, had a nice afternoon with daddy or are you just feeling peachy because like you're just feeling peachy? I'm feeling peachy because I've had like a beautiful day outdoors today. And so oh. I kind of really enjoy the nature and some family and um, I'm just feeling super like uh, grateful again for like my whole my whole being here. So I'm peachy keen. <laughs> oh, I like that. And yeah. I'm a little jealous too. Oh, what are you jealous of? You got all that beautiful nature out there that you get to go running in all the time. I do have lots of nature here, but it's fucking foggy and it won't go away. Oh no, you're right. You should be jealous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The forecast today said, uh, sunny skies and I didn't get one bit of sun today. Darn. No, we definitely got some sun and I got to see like a rattlesnake while I was out on my hike today too. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was really cool. I don't usually get to see snakes, but um, today I got to see one and that was cool at a safe distance, of course. <laughs> I want to see some snakes, but like at a risky distance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you mean the type of snakes that I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I want to see a boa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you used to, I mean, this is kind of side note, but we definitely brought up um, V and how he's have snakes and stuff too. And didn't you used to share a room with him when he had all them fucking creatures? Yes. Um, our brother V used to have so many different animals and our animals point, amphibians. <laughs> yes. At some point our room was like a zoo and um, yeah, it was fun. I think about that. I love snakes. I feel like because they were like brought into the house, you know, when I was young and stuff and I don't have a fear of snakes. I feel like I love holding snakes and all that creepy stuff. And it sounds like yeah. you do. I do love holding snakes too. <laughs> <laughs> horrible how's um life over there with mr t besides it being foggy it was good um this weekend we had a really fun secret date so we do that we practice this thing um i used to practice this with uh lex also um and what it is is we switch we we have like a set day where we have a date uh and then each week we switch off with like who plans the date and then and then, so this last weekend was mr t's turn to plan a secret date for us Mm -hmm. and it was fun I had such a good time what'd you guys do uh let's see well we started with this like race that's in town where people build these like uh these things that they like pedal and they race like all the way down the coast and in through rivers and like down dunes and and so we, we went to the kickoff of the race and then after that we we walked around a little bit and then we went to throw axes at this place where you throw hatchets at the wall Cool. And, um, was it and hard? 
no, I was, I'm ready to kill some fucking zombies. Oh my and, God. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went to watch the uh, little mermaid and that was cute. And so I had a nice date night. And then, and then after that, we had Mexican food. Oh, so nobody got it. <laughs> <laughs> nobody was getting some at the end of the night then, huh? No, we didn't really get any. I mean, I, I fed the cake, but I was a little self-conscious because you know how Mexican food is. And we, we talked about that last episode. Yeah, you can't be too sure. That's for sure. <laughs> no. So I was very careful. And um, yeah, I mean, we have Miss Felicia here today. And last week, Miss Felicia learned about... Uh, uh, not eating Mexican food before you want to get it on. Yeah. And so I thought about our episode with Miss Felicia when I was having Mexican food and I was like, fuck, like there, there goes Mr. Mr. T that was sending a message. <laughs> that sounds like such a long time ago. I thought like Mex- the Mexican episode was like, it feels like a year ago or something. These, these weeks do go by uh, and they just feel like so long ago. Yes, I agree. Mm. I think it was only like two to three weeks ago, though. Maybe I don't even know. It could be it could be a bit a little bit longer. Either way, it stuck with me because I definitely recall that moment. <laughs> like just yeah. thinking about that episode and how um, food does uh, kind of affect what what you're gonna feel like or what you're gonna smell like, and um, <laughs> to take into consideration. <laughs> just eat some pineapple, you'll be fine, and drink lots of water. <laughs> Miss Felicia, how are you? Today I'm resting and recovering. I'm sore. Um, I was in the park yesterday and I happened to walk by an ecstatic dance gathering. And I've been wanting to do this particular, I guess, be part of this particular, um, they call it whatever, movement. Um And so it was like a pleasant surprise that I was able to just spontaneously walk by. So I was dancing. My neck is sore from rolling my head around and I was uh, being sore from some little gecko, some, some, some gluck gluck. (laughs) I know. No, I don't think so. I was like, oh yeah, she's all sore. You know what that means? No, I was. And then like I met some people there and then they invited a group of us to go dancing so i literally was dancing all day so like my neck is sore so i've just been chilling today you need to do some of those muscle activation uh techniques that we learned in our yoga training (laughs) maybe oh i wasn't ready (laughs) so you were dancing with strangers yes i was dancing with strangers dancing with is that a song um, maybe. Oh, there's, I know there's one about dancing in the, what did she say? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. There's, <laughs> there's the song though. I, I can hear it in my head, but. We made an agreement early on in this, ep- this uh, season that we wouldn't sing and you're trying it again. I was talking <laughs> it. I was talking it. <laughs> the only person that can sing is Miss Felicia because she fucking sings. She is the only people, only person who can sing on this podcast. Did you meet any hotties at the aesthetic dance uh, event? Um, I didn't meet any hotties, but I saw a couple good looking guys. Yeah. Ooh. Were they by themselves or like were they? With I mean, 
the rule is in the circle. It's like, you don't talk while you're dancing in the circle. So I didn't, I was following the rules. <laughs> yeah. You so, don't have to talk to like send some eye signals. I didn't, everybody was kind of like doing their own thing. And the, the guys that I thought were cute, they were like in their own world. So like when I did see them, they were like, their heads were down or like doing whatever else. Their eyes were spinning to the back of their head. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> What's aesthetic dancing? It's basically like meditation, like a, but you're, you're just dancing. Like it's hard to describe. It's connecting with the music and the energies of the group, but you're not talking and it's an opportunity to go within. What kind and, of music? Hmm? What kind of music do they play? Um I would say like house and like tribal. They had like drummers. It was really cool. There was some live music then uh a part mm-hmm. of the song. Yeah, there was Ooh. like live drummers. I, I think about when I think about about aesthetic dance i also think about like connecting with your own with your body yeah connecting and with your body like whatever, connecting with the earth yeah. connecting with your own spirit yeah and like letting letting the, things out like yeah letting things out like it doesn't matter what you look like just all types of like moving in a way that you've never moved before like an opportunity to just let shit out there's a movie with betty white and she is like the grandmother of this couple and it's like I don't it's like like a fake marriage thing or something but basically she's outside and she has like this like headpiece on and she's like drumming and she's like to the window and I know we <laughs> that's what I imagine I don't know the, the name of the movie <laughs> but I, and she's just kind of going all to beating to her own drum really and then <laughs> This soon to be like a wife or whatever is looking out like this bitch is crazy. <laughs> well, there's definitely no like hip hop music like that. It's more like um, I don't even know how to describe it really. Well, um, I I think that you already described it. It was pretty good. Like you're just like in it. You're you're feeling that like movement and your the the music and your body, the connection with other people around without like speaking and saying anything. And, um, and I remember uh, you and I did that before. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I remember like feeling, like feeling your energy, like in a, like a way I was just like, yes, like. It's a very Felicia. safe space. It's a very safe space of like freedom. Like, yeah. Like no judgment zone. Well, um, <laughs> that's coming up a couple times here and is uh and and so this maybe isn't so much of a, a non-judgment zone because we fucking judge <laughs> the listeners fucking judge <laughs> they judge and and miss felicia they're judging you know that's what we do as humans it's all good we judge i, I don't think we can not judge are you ready to healthy. hear what? Yeah, what say? give it, give it to me, give it to me. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. I it just said I said that it helps us keep us safe when we judge our surroundings. Hmm. Okay. Well, are you feeling safe right now, Miss Felicia? Sure. Okay. Well, we have um, some some things that some of the listeners have been judging about while they listen to your episodes. Cool. Tell me. Okay. 
Um, one of our listeners, well, maybe not one of our listeners, a couple of our listeners. Many. Yes. And they're, they're <laughs> like, Miss Felicia needs to own her shit. Yeah. She's not com- clearly communicating what she wants. No, that is accurate. And, um, and then to I continue on, they were saying like, you, you have, somebody has to be the first one to put themselves out there. And, and it sounds like you're waiting for uh, the guys to be the first one to put themselves out there. Yeah. I can see that. What do you have to say about this? Um, what have you to say for yourself? <laughs> We're listening. <laughs> and judging. I and guess, judging. I guess um, it's like avoidance of being hurt, right? So if the other person is opens up, First, I guess it's like a a protection mechanism, but then at the other end of it is I'm not clearly communicating. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not clearly, clearly communicating in fear that I'm going to be rejected, but if I'm rejected, then that saves me time. So it's like, it just doesn't work. seems like you're almost maybe setting yourself up then. Like, yeah, it's like a form of self-sabotage, I guess. This is a big lipo moment. Yes. For this uh, moment. This season. Yeah. So there's so a I'm... little, there's like sadness coming up for me. Like mm. I might cry and it's okay. Um, I just gave you a hug. I just gave the computer a hug because I really appreciate your vulnerability, vulnerability with us right now. And I, um, <clears throat> I think that we should dig into this moment. Uncle Miggy, I know that you're really um, insightful. So recap what we just learned. Yeah. um, Miss Felisa just shared that um, because she doesn't want to be hurt, she is waiting for the other person to uh, make the first move and not really fully like always saying what it is that she wants. Um, And, and that's, that's really hard, you know, like, um, I think that like when we talk about this, like I think about like uh, how many times I haven't expressed what I'm thinking because I'm afraid that I might get hurt myself. And um, and how this is something that may resonate with so many listeners out there. Mm-hmm. And I think mainly it's like not being wanted. Like I've mm. struggled with that a lot. Like, so maybe if I don't, come across so strong and what I want right away, then like I can ease into a situation or something. I don't know. Well, I don't think that you want to get hurt and nobody does. Mm-mm. Right. And so if we are vulnerable and say like, so let's, let's um, when we were thinking about the last episode with you, um, there's a guy that you went on a date with. He texts you and said, um, have a good day. And what you really wanted for him to say, I think, was um, like, when are we going to hang out again? Like, um, I had such a great time. Like, can we hang out again? And instead of uh, you, um, you said that you said, like, when can we hang out again? But I think um, both of you might be have have be, like, like tipping around something else where like there has to be some like uh, some kind of like clarification that like you're into the other person and that's the part that makes us vulnerable saying like you know like i i really found you like like my time with you like exciting or like i was really drawn to you in a certain way 
And, and that might be a little bit more vulnerable than saying like, when are we going to ha- hang out again? Well, I guess it's also because I have been that person. And like in mm. the past, it's like when I have expressed whatever, it's just like, I've always been the one that's like giving so much. And then mm. like, it's not reciprocated back. So I guess I'm at the point where it's like, I don't want to be the one chasing after a guy. So I'm, mm. that's me trying a different approach because the approach of, I'm going to just use chasing mm-hmm. as the word for me to use has not worked in the past. So now I'm trying to use a different tactic of not caring mm. because I care so fucking much. And I always, I don't want to say always, but in the recent past, like it just, doesn't work out so it's like why should i like i need to change my tactics because it's not working so let me try this what do you think obama i think uh that your most recent tactic doesn't seem to be working too well neither though and so maybe it's time to just crumble up your ideas and throw them out right and um start with a new plan or a new um a new way of um of trying to connect with other people because the caring too much, I get that 100%. Like I'm that person too. I've started dating this girl recently and um, I've come across the same kind of uh, conversations where it's like, okay, well, you know, can't wait to see you next time or something. But then it's like, it's, I get what you're saying with like not wanting to put yourself out there so much because then it's like, for what? Just, just so you could be hurt again or something, but then it's like, if I don't put myself out there and tell her that like, yeah, I really did have a good time and stuff. Then like, I still haven't even hung out with this bitch again because I can't communicate in the way that I need to. And so it's kind of, I get it. It's hard. Like it's a really like it's dating now is like really hard. I feel like, but the thing is though, I did tell him I had a great time and let me know when you are free to hang out again. Like, I don't know what else to say. Like to me, that is expressing, I had a great time and I would like to see you again. Let me know when you are free. And when you don't respond to that, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, Hey, following up, let me know when you're free. No, no, I think that like, instead of saying like, let me know when you want to hang out again, like, you know, when you want to hang out again. So like, how about saying like, what are you doing on Friday? Oh, you know what? That did work for me, actually, um, because I've been in communication with this girl for a while. And uh, <clears throat> she had mentioned something about how she goes hiking four times a week. And I was like, so then that was my cue. I'm like, OK, what are you doing on Friday? Let's go hiking together. And then mm. we went hiking together and she touched my pussy. So it was like, really <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, I have so many questions, but like, <laughs> so that does work. That does work because I did tell her the last time that we hung out, that I had a really good time and stuff, but then she wasn't hitting me back. Like in the way that I had the way that I had expected her or the way that I communicate, she wasn't communicating with me the way that I communicate. And then that's when I came at her with the, well, what are you doing on Friday? Let's go hiking. Yes. And so Miss Felicia, what I'm thinking about is that the, the idea that like, we've all been hurt. Like every single one of us uh, um, has been hurt in a certain way. 
And so how we react to things um, uh, moving forward is, is in response to how we've been hurt in the past. And, and I don't know that that's really the best way to approach things because like, then it prevents us from being able to make progress. And, and so um, like in this case, like it sounds as though like you really wanted this person to uh, initiate what it is that you do next. You wanted them to, to say, what are you doing on Friday? And, and, um, and uh, Hot Mama found that that worked well for her. Um, it may not work well, like every time, but like, like just being a little bit more specific in terms of what we want and trying to make that happen could be something, right? Um, and, and I have a sense that you're um, really like, um, like wanting the, the man to make the first move. Um, and, and the reason I think about this is because in previous episodes, when we were talking about dating women, you were um, um, th- going back and forth about like who pays for things and like who who like and so I felt like there's some like uh, like heteronormative uh, structure that you are a little bit latched onto that uh, you might want to uh, just set free at some point you know and and this is one of those things like you want the man to say uh, and and ask you what you're doing on Friday. And um, and maybe you did this in a past relationship where, where you took charge, but this is a different person. And, I mean, and yeah. so just giving, you know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm I'm used to being the assertive one. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to wear the pants in our, the relationship. I don't like. I want to be pursued. Like I want to feel like someone really wants to see me and be with me. And so when I feel like. And this is how I felt in the past when I feel like I'm the one that's constantly like, oh, you want to meet up on Friday and they're not taking the initiative. It makes me feel like they just are not that into me. I feel the same way. I feel like she's not that into me because if she was into me, she would be doing wanting to see me. So it's like, I don't care how busy you are. If you are into someone, you're going to want to be with them. And so like I have been the person in the past and I don't want to be that way. So it's like then. I think, you know, and this may be, you know, this may be not anywho, this is my opinion. I'm kind of with you on this one, Felicia, because uh, I feel you like, I feel like if you want somebody to pursue you, then why should you be pursuing them continuously? Like, and um, I think that the people who aren't meant to be are just going to fall off the way that they have been. Right. And so then it's going to just like kind of clean up itself. Like the trash is going to take itself out almost. And um, I also understand like putting, you know, what you really want and those things out there and stuff, but it's like, maybe after the second date, then I can put some more, like, this is what I want and like expectations almost, because when you first meet somebody, you don't want to put any expectations on them. Like, I don't expect you to text me every single day, or I don't expect you to take me out once a week or something, but somebody who's really into you is going to want to motherfucking text you every single day. And they're going to want to take you out once a week or something like that. And they're going to show that. And also like in a first date, I'm not going to just like, this is what I want. And this is what I want. Like I need to feel out who this person is. So I'm not going to go and be like, Oh yeah, I want this in a partner. And I want this. I just need to get to know someone as a human being. Like I haven't gotten past like a third date with anybody. So 
once it's like after a third date, then I can start talking about like, okay, this is what I, or even a second date, like this is what I'm looking for in a partner or whatever, but I don't want to necessarily have, well, I don't know. It depends on the person because you can have a deep conversation with a person, depending if they're a deep open person. So I don't want to say it can be the first day or whatever. It just depends on the energy of that person. So I just want to feel wanted and like someone really wants to pursue me. And I have not experienced that. Um, I have a couple things. Um, one of the things is, is um, related to what hot mama said, sister, you said like the trash will take itself out. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like this guy was trash. Like, I feel like he uh, followed up and said like, have a good day. And, and so like anybody that I'm texting, um, have a good day. I'm invested in that person, like wanting, like wanting to like reconnect at some point. It wasn't maybe as assertive as, uh, we wanted him to be, but he was actually not like ghosting you. He was saying like, have a good day. And that's, well, I didn't, I don't think, yeah. I, I, and I texted him back. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. That's so sweet. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was sweet and I thanked him. I don't think he's ghosting me at all. No. I, I don't think so either, but, but he didn't give you what you wanted, which was to be more assertive and to say, um, let's hang out again on Friday. And, and you didn't want to be the one to say that. Um, and that's okay. Um, but I, I think that that's like the point going back to the point of the listener was that like, somebody has to be the person that, um, that puts themselves out there. And because we're all just like, um, we're just all fucking hurt. Like nobody, like some, like, Nobody wants to take that that uh, step to to be the first one to make themselves vulnerable. So I will text him and ask him if he's available next week. Oh, but wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I just have a person where it's like, thank you, viewers, for checking me and calling me out on my shit. Like, thank you because you don't see your own shit. So thank you, viewers, for calling me out. And I didn't realize that I was operating from, well, I think it's, it's twofold, right? I want to be pursued and that's what I want because I've been the pursuer always. And I feel like I want to be more in my feminine. I, in the past have, have been more in my masculine energy, like in like chasing the guy, like want me, want me, which is like a repellent. I don't, Mm. I don't want to be in that repelling needy, place like I want to be more in a chill relaxed state and be pursued and and then gradually grow into a relationship and then there's a mutual pursual so I'm not my expectation is not for like just me to like not do anything no it's a two-way street but in the beginning like I want to feel like this person is interested like that is yeah. something regular and normal for me to expect is that someone express expresses interest through wanting to see me. That's totally normal and not something like extra. That's not yeah. extra at all. Yeah. I, I think that he was, he just like, um, I think that you're a better communicator um, in terms of what you <laughs> like than this person is because he was just like, have a good day. And you're like, okay, like, what do I do with that? Like, uh, I don't right, to- exactly. Like, thank you. Oh, I just scared my dog. <laughs> he jumped oh, up here. a couple of like, <laughs> uh, Hear me out. So um, there's a second piece to this. Um, the the viewer, the listener that uh, shared this feedback to me, there are a couple, but the one that I'm thinking of specifically um, shared how they approached a first date. 
And it's different than what you were saying, where you were saying like, I don't want to put it all out on the table um, until like maybe the third date or something. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to, I'm going to uh, like say like, why not? Like, why not? Like, we don't want to waste our time. We have things to do. Like, why not say the, um, what it is that you want um, and, um, and what you're interested in on the first date? Because this person said like, well, like they did that. And it caught that person, the, the person that they're on a date with off, um, off guard, but then they actually um, have a really great connection now because they got that out of the way. Mm. I, I like that. that. And I like, um, yeah. what if you were to come at them with like, I want to be pursued type of thing, you know, like, because that's not, that's super understandable. If, if somebody told me off top, I want to be pursued. I'm in my, I want to be pursued era. I'd be like, bet. And if I was interested in them, I'd pay attention to that. And then I would be like, okay, well, and then my next follow-up question would be like, well, what are things that makes you feel that you're being pursued? Like, what are things <laughs> I can do as somebody who's dating you that's going to make you feel like you're being pursued and 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 not um, annoyed, you know, because there's a fine line between being annoying and being pursuing. <laughs> so that would be like a great question, like a follow-up question. If somebody, you know, was really into you, like, so I don't know. I think that's a great idea, actually, to to and not be like, oh, I want to get married and I want hmm. children. Yeah, don't do that. And have a white picket <laughs> fence. Like those are all everybody's expectations somewhere down the line, right? But hmm. those first kind of initial dating days, like it would be super nice if I knew that the person I was pursuing wanted to be pursued because I don't want to come on too strong, right? Like I think everybody might have that fear of coming on too strong and mm-hmm. everybody's too strong looks different for everybody's perspective. Yeah. Um, I, I think this is, this is good. And uh, it's enough uh, for, for the listeners, for Miss Felicia to take it to the next level in whatever way that looks for you. <laughs> um, and, um, and so um, what I'm thinking about now is something else that you said in the last episode. Uh, you said that you need an em- emotional connection with someone uh, before you want to have sex with them. And and then it got me thinking was like, well, like, have I had an emotional connection with people before I had sex with them? And I was like, no, like the emotions came after the sex because it was fucking good. And so, um, and so like, um, I think w- what it was that I wanted was some chemistry and some like some hotness that like got me to that moment where I wanted to have sex with them. And then after we had sex, then I figured it out, like whether it was like I wanted to keep going or not after that. So um, what comes first, the chicken or the egg emotions or um, good sex? Like, what do you think, Miss Felicia? Well, for me, I need to feel safe with the person. Mm-hmm. Um. And I feel like when you know someone in a deeper way, the sex is better mm-hmm. versus just like a casual sexual encounter. This is for me. Um, and like you can you can connect with someone in an emotional way on a conversation. Like um a lot of the times connections happen and you connect with someone in a day and you feel more connected to that person in a day than you know people that you've known for years. So it just depends on the person and the level of the connection with that person. But for me, when the stronger the emotional connection, the better the sexual experience. 
Yes, I totally agree with that. Um, Hot Mama, what are you thinking? I think that um, <clears throat> I might have... I might have the worst opinions ever. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> or point of view. I might have the worst point of view because I totally just give it up. I feel like, and then connections are made after I've had these sexual relations with people. And then it strengthens those connections that I have with people, or it solidifies me feeling like, no, there really wasn't too much here with this person. And I'm just going to keep it pushing. So you gauge it um, after the sex. It, you don't really need much before the sex other than like a physical attraction. Or like some chemistry. Like um, I like how Miss Felicia said that she needs to feel safe because I mm -hmm. do need to feel like I trust the person that I'm laying down with. Yeah. And um, that trust can be like earned or um, I don't know, that trust can like it can come really fast, you know, or it could take like, I don't know, I, I've never really lay down with somebody that I didn't trust that's taken a while. So it's usually like people that I trust sooner than later. And mm. then I lay down with them once I trust them. And then there's all these other um, connections that are made because we've shared fluids and um, it's just better. <laughs> all right. Well, you're like talking in code right now, but Miss Felicia, um, did, did you feel safe with this guy? The last guy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but there was still something like, I don't know what your intentions are. Mm. Like, are you interested in me? Like, just friends? So I was unclear. Hmm. Ooh, I think we need another episode with you. <laughs> and we unfortunately, this is our last episode of the season with Miss Felicia. It is. Fuck. I know. There's yeah. still so much more. And that's why we're going to be back for sure for another season with some more questions and some more updates and things. But before we close it out, I wonder what's something that you've kind of learned about yourself through recording uh, this podcast with us? Well, I've definitely realized that safety is super, super important for me. Um, and when I say safety, like, you know, I think people think like physical safety, but for me, I mean, obviously, of course, physical safety, but like emotional and mental safety is really, really important to me. I, in the past, I have been with in relationships that I am, I, my nervous system is hypervigilant. And like, okay, there's a problem I need to solve. Like he's mentally unstable. So I need to be on, I need to take care of things. I need to pretty much be like the caregiver and the mom figure. Um, now I know it's kind of like a cortisol hit that I was looking for. Uh, and that is a type of relationship that does not work for me, even though I might be attracted to like the roller coaster and like, air quote, the excitement of the chaos of it all, that I don't want that anymore. And a part of me still wants that. Like, I am totally aware that a part of me, like, craves that, like, instability. And I don't want that. Like, it just doesn't work. So I need to feel safe 
like I want to feel like the man can take care of himself and take care of me. Obviously, there's going to be a mutual taking care of throughout the course of the relationship. But it's really important for me to be with a man that is mentally and emotionally and spiritually stable. Um, and and we're all unstable. I'm going to just preface it. We all have issues. I'm yeah. not, I'm unfucking unstable. Like, <laughs> you know, we're all, we all have a level of instability. We're not perfect. So I want to mm. make it clear. I'm not looking for a superhuman person. However, I just need to feel like, oh, calm. Like I can breathe and I don't have to be on top of things every second. And mm. like, I feel like someone is taking care of me because I feel like for most of my life, I feel like I've been the one that had to have my shit together so I can take care of everybody else. And that's exhausting. Mm -hmm. So I want to have someone that can like be an equal partner where I can feel like I could just fucking relax. This, uh, this gosh, what you just said made me wonder because you said that um, in past relationships that you were craving cortisol and cortisol is like the stress hormone. So um, I wonder if somebody is too chill and they're not giving you that. Cortisol. I want to be bored. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and because I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about this like potential person. I'm like, oh, but he's so fucking stable. Like there's no like adventure like there's he's just so straight and narrow it's like there's no fun in that you should like find there's a crackhead. huh i said you should find a crackhead, <laughs> a crackhead. No, no 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 that's <laughs> that's extreme no but you're right and that's my concern for myself it's like what the fuck you you um and then i think about this uh season with you and i have felt like it's been a roller coaster and and so it's, I wonder if it's something that you're craving that maybe um, if, if you just kind of like let go of that craving a little bit and just like step into the, the moments that like maybe are like seem kind of chill for you, like what you can learn from that. And um, I'm not following. Well, I'm thinking about like if somebody's not stable and um, and they're all over the place, it seems like that's what you crave. So if somebody um, like the last person that you want to date with is chill and like has their shit together and and you you're feeling like that's kind of boring like um i mean there's that's something to just sit with i and, just i need yeah. to sit with it cuz i'm like how can i be attracted to chaos like that's what you, that's what we're learning though is that like i um, know but like that yeah. doesn't work <laughs> no it doesn't yeah i mean you um, you <laughs> <laughs> I don't have all the answers. I don't know. Like, look, <laughs> but, but it's, I think the, what we can do with that is that that's information for you as you start to, as you continue on in your dating journey, that you now are able to know about yourself mm -hmm. that you didn't know about before. <laughs> she doesn't like that information. <laughs> I know, no, but I know that I knew that about me, but it's just, it just doesn't work. The chill doesn't work. No, I mean like being with someone that is 
chaotic does it doesn't work emotionally because then my nervous system is on high mm-hmm. alert and I'm like I'm gonna operate in an anxious state, but I know consciously that's because from like childhood and in the womb, it's it's just like it's a whole thing. Like I know why I'm that way, mm-hmm. pretty much. And so like I don't want to be attracted to that. Like I want to be attracted to the stable, chill guy that I need adventure and spontaneity, but the underpinning needs to be stability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know it's a lot to ask, um, but it's not too much. And um, I trust I mean, that you'll be able to find How can it be a lot to ask for a stable human? Is that a lot to ask? I mean, three of <laughs> have us you looked here. around? And how many of us are stable? <laughs> I mean, shit. I just went from one extreme to the next, um, or to the, I can't even talk. This episode really just, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's and, like a therapy um, session. <laughs> honestly, that's what I've been using these podcasts for is some therapy sessions all around. <laughs> it's it's a glimpse into um, ourselves. And so, you know, this is our last episode for the season, Miss Felicia. Um, and um, I hope that like during this break that you'll get a chance to like listen back to some of the, the things that uh, we learned along the way, because there's a lot there. Um, and I'm excited to see you back. And like when, when we um, we get a chance to catch up with you again um, at the end of summer, like I feel like there'll, there'll be a lot of great things that you've, um, you'll be able to share with us. I think so too. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's like a bye for now. It's not really a goodbye because we're going to see you again soon. Uh, Maybe I'll be engaged by then. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, oh my gosh, I can't with you. <laughs> this is what you get. Like, hello, welcome. I can, I can all day. <laughs> well, um, thanks for uh, being vulnerable with us over this uh first season. Um, it's been a lot, and um, I think that been a like, whole lot. Yeah, it is. Um, you're you're good, um, Miss Felicia. Like I've already told you this, but I just want you to know, like, um, you're, you're like you're a catch, and I know that like um, there's a lot to you, and um, whoever it is that um, that that you connect with in a deeper way will be really lucky, and um, and I know that you know you deserve not, nothing less, and that's that's really a, a great place to start. Um, and another, um, part of it is understanding when we look in the mirror, like, who are we? And, you know, like, um, is what we're doing the healthiest way to approach things? And I think that's where the cliffhanger is in this season with you is like, what do you do with that information? Okay. So, um, we'll see you, uh, soon and, um, uh, thanks for being part of the show. I love you. Thank you. I love you too. Bye. Well, that's a wrap for now. Tune in next week for your dose of the love fix. And if any of you lovers out there want to give us the deets on your latest date or tell us something that you enjoyed about today's episode, email us at thelovefix at gmail.com. Remember, that's triple X.
Like Auntie Rue says, if we can't love ourselves, then how the hell are we going to love someone else? <laughs>